I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability. Will, to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you, God. So help me, God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. You. Being American is more than a pride we inherit, it's the past we step into and how we repair it. Even in dark times, we not only dream, we do. We've learned again that democracy is precious, democracy is fragile, and at this hour, my friends, democracy has prevailed. I was just sitting there trying to keep warm, trying to pay attention to what was going on. You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this radically normal episode of the Facts and Friends podcast. My name is Tino, and joining me this week is my friend and co-host. You all probably know him as that friend of yours who wouldn't stop posting lame Bernie Sanders mittens memes. What? I'm offended. But I know him as Judson. Well, Mitten Memes Friend 2, but also Judson. Hello, Judson. Hello, Tino. I sounded so fake. <laughs> we have some Mittens friends, but that's not me. No, it's not yeah, you. Yeah. But, but it was really getting on my nerves. I mean, there were some that were amusing, but overall, I don't There's just too many of them, it. and most of them were not inspired. No, I agree. They're just throwing them wherever they want. Well, Judson. Yes? Our long national nightmare is over. Eh, I mean, phase one of our long national nightmare <laughs> Yeah. So for Trump 2.0 is going to be worse than Trump 1.0. Well, we still have to recover from Trump 1.0. So yeah, I mean, I had a friend basically saying, you know, if, if Democrats don't basically like fight tooth and nail, we're going to pave the road for a, a smarter, you know, more dangerous version of Trump. And I'm like, dude, that road has been well paved. Yeah, that, that, that's going to happen no matter what the Democrats. They're already do. out there. Yeah, I mean, you could argue Josh Hawley is one of them. Absolutely. Anyway, let's let's spend some time being happy, Judson. Yes, let's. Uh, this is just like the new regime. It's great. I've I've got my weekly abortion appointment scheduled, so I can go in every week and just get it done. <laughs> I mean, I, I did I did have to get gay married, and I felt I, I felt a little uh, bad about who'd you pick. I didn't pick. You got to pick. No, oh, no, we it's, it's forced gay marriage, man. That's <laughs> okay. that's how that works. Uh, how's your new husband? Is he hot? I don't think you'd like him. No, no, <laughs> not really. Not. Really. He's built a little Is bit. He like over thirty. He's built a little bit like me. Yeah, he's yeah. He's he's in his mid forties. It's yeah. Oh, sorry. Lame. But you know, it, I I didn't want to do it, but it's the law, so I figured you yeah. know, just gotta. <laughs> Got to go along with it. Well, you know, that's that's our America now. That That's what we are. But you know, the taco trucks do make up for it. So <laughs> I do love me some tacos. Well, Judson, let's let's spend a little time chatting about the inauguration. I hadn't watched the news, so I am assuming right before Biden was sworn in, there was a st the storm happened and everyone was arrested, uh, including Biden. And right. And, and then everyone was like mass trials and executions. <laughs> is that and execute is that what happened that is not in fact what happened oh 
It was actually a really normal, regular. I mean, it, it was an excellent inauguration. Uh, 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 the event was great, but it was. It was on the scale. It was pretty much normal. Absolutely <laughs> normal. Nothing, nothing abusual, uh, unusual that Parts I can think of. Parts were boring. Parts and I were loved it. Yes, I loved it. I, I saw Bill Clinton kind of nodding off in, the, in, the, in the, <laughs> just watching the events. I mean, I get I've it. I've never been happier to be bored. I've yeah, been I, so excited and bored. So happy to be wrong, time. right? I mean, because we said we thought we thought there was going to be something, but they we were. And you know who else thought there were going to be something leading up to this event? The QAnon people. <laughs> yeah, they did. <definitely laughs> they did. But uh, security was like at an unprecedented level, right? Yeah, so yeah, like twenty five thousand. As we were saying, we were worried, but none was more worried or crazed than one Maria Bartiromo. I feel like we were worried about different things. Security in the nation's capital is at an unprecedented level this morning ahead of the inauguration tomorrow. A new report says that some far-right protesters have discussed posing as members of the National Guard to infiltrate the inauguration the way Democrats infiltrated uh, two weeks ago and uh, put on MAGA clothing. That okay. So in in the way that that didn't happen, <laughs> is that was that what she meant? This was before that nothing happened during the inauguration. Right, right. but it, it, if you're drawing that analogy, you can't draw an analogy to a thing that didn't happen. You can't worried about something that's going to. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I believe uh, she does think that that happened. Well, like I said, I think we were worried about different things happening. So <laughs> we were well. Maria was wrong about a lot of things. Well, th yeah, it's hard to be more wrong than she was in that clip. It really is. Although Giuliani, Giuliani managed it in a tweet last week that we covered last week. That's true. The <laughs> in, in eight words. The fictitious documentary of yes. medieval England. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, the entertainment was was. I mean, you know, Biden wasn't really able to land talent like trump did for his national anthem singer right uh, trump had um america's got talent loser jackie ivanko um, in 2017 she didn't actually win america's got talent right see i don't know who that is yeah i don't either yeah. <laughs> i had to look it up <laughs> twice okay <laughs> no biden had to fall back on a relative unknown uh i'm looking reading it here lady gag gaga is it late is you misreading that is it maga lady Ma he got lady, lady maga? maga is that who they got <laughs> No, I think that's Jackie Ivanko's nickname. Uh, <laughs> Lady Maga versus Lady Gaga. I don't know who wins that. I don't. I just. I just. I mean, it's it's, it's a toss up, really, right? Lady Maga's probably armed. So, well, I mean, I, and it was like a fight. I thought they were just going to sing, oh. but maybe well, I didn't understand the contest. My favorite and, and Lady Gaga. For one thing, she sang it in four four time, uh, which was interesting. I don't know if you noticed the difference, but it definitely felt different. It normally uh, in, performed in three four time. Okay. For all you music nerd listeners <laughs> out there, I know what those things are, but uh, I, I did not notice. I, yes, I didn't. I, I wasn't did. watching live the whole time. A bit I had more a poppy. Most pop songs are in four four. I had other stuff going on, so I didn't. I wasn't actually. <laughs> I was so bored. I was counting out the rhythm. <laughs> no, it was it was a good performance, um, and I loved that she pointed to the Capitol building at the for the uh, flag was still there. Part. Right, that was that was poignant. But then. You know, as if that wasn't disappointing enough, Lady Gaga. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who's ever heard of her besides everyone? And you had J-Lo massacring America the Beautiful and This Land is Your Land. Listen to this. I'm sure it's awful. Una nación bajo Dios, indivisible, con libertad y justicia para todos. Let's get Okay, come on. I thought he built that wall. <laughs> Do we all have to speak Spanish now? She was already here. Yeah, well, of course. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't tell you my 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 new husband is is span is is Hispanic. He speaks only Spanish. We don't oh. have a lot in common, it turns out. <laughs> but I'm learning. You know, I'm learning. It's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's what, you got to make a marriage work. That's just that's you got to put in the, the the effort. Is he an undocumented? Um, I, I really can't talk about that right now. Oh. Okay. I thought deportations were uh, they're paused. They're days. paused. I don't want to risk it. You know. Oh, okay. I believe uh, Biden's being sued for that already. He is by the uh, state Attorney of General of Texas. Texas. Yeah. Well, then you obviously had Garth Brooks performing "Amazing Grace." Right. I was in the car during that part. I had something I had to do. Which means you're obligated by law to sing along. I did sing along yeah. just because I wanted to. Of course. But well, you're required by law. It's you're in the car. You have to sing. I haven't. Where's the website where all these new laws are? I'll, I'll, send, break some. I'll send it I to you. I haven't gotten an abortion yet. <laughs> you should get on that. The slots are filling up quick. I, I, I thought he did a great job. He got, he got a lot of shit from the right for even appearing. Of course. The, he did. <laughs> it's because they don't have any understanding of who celebrities and entertainers are. No, they lives. do. They, they're pedophiles uh, that <laughs> worship Satan or, or Moloch, right? As, uh, as I've learned, he's called. And I've heard that as well. I think they eat babies too. All, all celebrities? All celebrities, yes. All Hollywood celebrities. I think we'd run out of babies. And Democrats. Wow. Yeah. I am behind. I'm going to have to order. Me Does Amazon deliver those? Can I? <laughs> I think just call up. It's the White like House. babies and vaccines. Like. They're going to do both? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, great. This new new America is really, it's just amazing. Isn't it? Well, the star, arguably the star of the inauguration was youth poet laureate Amanda Gorman. Yes, definitely. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace, and the norms and notions of what just is isn't always just is. She was great. She really was. I don't know why I hadn't heard of her before. Uh, the last four years were not great for her visibility, I think. Probably not. Have, did did we hear any poets at Trump's inauguration? I don't. Uh, is Ted Nugent a poet? He is not. I, okay. I will I will categorically say that he is not a poet. I don't know that we even heard from him. <laughs> trying to guess who might have been at Trump's inauguration. Okay, so then there was Biden's speech, which um, I thought was moving. Did you enjoy it? I I did the part. I, like I said I wasn't. I was not able to listen to the whole thing, but I I did catch the the highlights later. I hope you heard this part. This is my favorite part. Okay. The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. That's right, Joe. Today, Testify. we celebrate our Independence Day. Funnily enough, I have heard that. <laughs> you had? Okay. I did. I, I, I heard that. Yeah. Just not this past Wednesday. It, that's not where I heard it or when I heard it. No, but I, I, I'm familiar with that speech. <laughs> okay. That wasn't the real speech. <laughs> Joe Biden actually gave a speech that was largely about unity, but he also addressed something that really pissed off some of the people on the right. Recent weeks and months have taught us a painful lesson. There is truth and there are lies. Lies told for power and for profit. And each of us has a duty and a responsibility as citizens, as Americans, 
and especially as leaders, leaders who have pledged to honor our Constitution and protect our nation, to defend the truth and defeat the lies. So some folks on the right were not too pleased that uh, Joe Biden was talking about the truth. They are unfamiliar with it, so I could see how they would be uncomfortable <laughs> with that sort of conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sean Hannity, friend of the show. No, no. He's not. Nice. Sean Hannity had this to say, and I, I almost wish I could play the whole clip, but it was nine minutes long. So this is a few seconds. The inaugural address sounded more like an uninspired student council well, high school student council president acceptance speech from a guy who desperately was craving a nap. <laughs> what? Yeah. He is really pushing the, the senile old man bit still, huh? Yo, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, how can you defend the guy who's like man, person, camera, woman, TV, <laughs> and yet attack some... Because you're a partisan hack, a no-talent yeah. partisan hack. And that does describe Hannity pretty well. Yeah. He hated the speech, but someone who hated the speech even more, but I'm not sure that he heard the same speech. Maybe he heard the Independence Day speech instead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, your friend, Rand Paul, had, had this to say. We are acquaintances at best. I'm literally missing 15% of my right test score. <laughs> oh, that's his better known brother, Logan Paul. Yeah, uh-huh. Here's, here's Rand Paul. Also, if you read uh, his speech and listen to it carefully, much of it is thinly veiled innuendo, calling us white supremacists, calling us racist, calling us every name in the book, calling us people who don't tell the truth. And, his, and going forward, we're not going to have manufactured or manipulated truth. Well, that's another way of saying, oh, all of my opponents manufacture and manipulate the truth and are liars. He just said it in a nicer way, but that was, the, that was really the gist of what he was telling us. It's funny how you make it out like Biden said something he didn't mm -hmm. and then you go on to make the thing he didn't say true like you're a fucking liar <laughs> like that's bullshit and if Biden had said what you said he said he would have been right my favorite Fuck response, you, Rand Paul. My favorite response to that was this uh, person on Twitter at joyous panther who, who wrote if you listen to that speech about unity and coming together and thought Biden was calling you a white supremacist, you're a white, you're supremacist. white supremacist. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone was like, why is he calling us white supremacists? Well, okay, he didn't. But if that's what you <laughs> thought he said, then you are. Exactly. But for many, Judson, the story, the main story of the inauguration was not what happened, but what didn't happen. Yes, I'm, of course, talking about QAnon and the QAnon supporters, believers. So th there are many theories that they had floating around leading up to this, but basically the gist of it, of their major theory, was that the inauguration would be interrupted and basically everyone on the stage would be arrested, tried, hanged. Or possibly firing squad. Or possibly firing squad. So yeah, that, that, that didn't happen. It did not happen, but someone was monitoring their, like one of their major message boards. Yeah, there have been some researchers that have been like really hard studying the various places that Q supporters have been online. The Gab and Telegram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this, this person for, I think, Huffington Post was uh, in a like 185,000 member Gab group. Now, wrap your mind around that. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of fucking crazy people. Yeah. So here are some of the quotes. Anyone else want to puke with excitement? Okay. They're they're legit excited. Yeah, they they're excited. 
They're excited about executions. That's right. That's the story. So by 1145, as Kamala Harris took her oath of office, then the users started to get a little more anxious. <laughs> Someone posted, where the hell is the fucking storm? Another wrote, well, this popcorn just got cold. When did the arrests start? But they continued clinging to hope. They were counting down. They were waiting for the quote unquote great awakening. And then noon arrived. Well, actually, this is 10 minutes. Ten, ten, minutes noon. 10 minutes to noon. Yeah. Yep. Biden placed his hand on the Bible. He was sworn in. And no arrests. Nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing. I can't stop crying. Fuck. Why? One person pleaded. It's over. Another conceded. Fuck. Confused. All the lies. Now what? BS. No. Fuck this sham. <laughs> it's hard to tell like which sham they're upset about in, the, in this scenario. They were beside themselves. Nothing happened. They thought they'd been duped. One person said, how could we believe this for so long? Are we all idiots? Yes. Yes, you are. I can answer Absolutely. that. Did you see the lady, uh, the crying video of the lady begging President Trump to save them? I did. Okay, yeah. I did, but let's play that right now. President Trump, if you see this, please save us. I don't even see our American flag anymore. Biden's talking with some kind of crazy flag. This is America. This is our land. Please, President Trump, please, please, I hope you have a plan. God, please save us. Save us from the devil, please. Y'all are about to have a panic attack. <laughs> this is our country. Our country. This is awful. God, please save us, please. <laughs> oh, poor, poor. He'll poor be thing. there any minute now. He really yeah. cares about all of you. Yeah, definitely, definitely not just hanging out in his place in Florida. However, I think Q himself, or the alleged Q, has already stepped away from the whole QAnon. Oh yeah, I think he's plan. been out for a while. Yeah, but there was a user who said there is no way Trump would have let this go on if there wasn't a plan. I trust <laughs> Trump. How much longer can I continue? I don't know. God help us. There's there's nothing you can do with some people. There isn't. I keep checking to see if my sister has taken down her Q flag uh, <laughs> profile banner. None so blind as those who will not see. She has not. Well, and the biggest defection is none other than... Our buddy, Cubaca himself. Dances with Karens? Dances with Karens. Jake Angeli. He is not a fan of Trump anymore. At least that's his legal approach. Also, he didn't get a pardon, so I could see where he's kind of pissed off about that. Right. He feels betrayed by Trump. I, I can see how you might feel that way. And he, quote, regrets very... This is his lawyer. He, quote, regrets very, very much having not just been duped by the president, but by being in a position where he allowed that duping to put him in a position to make decisions he should not have made. Now, I don't know if he's talking about the Capitol riot or his outfit <laughs> or both. To me, when I read that or when I hear that, what, I, what I'm hearing is he was he's he's regretful that he was duped by Trump, right? Yes. He thought 
Trump was going to declare martial law and have everyone arrested and eventually executed. Right. So he's regretful that that didn't happen. Yeah. Okay, I don't see how that helps your legal defense. Because that's, that's the argument that I would be making as a prosecutor here. He's sad that they didn't get to kill people. That That's too much. That's what he's upset about. And that he didn't get a pardon for it after the fa- after that didn't work out. Yeah, and so <sighs> finally, before we, before we take a quick break, there's the, there's the matter of the goodbye letter that Trump supposedly left for Biden. Yeah. I. What did Biden call it? Generous? Yeah, he called it very generous. Yeah. I have trouble believing that. I mean, if he's grading on a curve, maybe I... Generous is not a word I would I mean, unless ever he was paying used. for a pardon. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Don't try to cash that check, Joe. It will not clear. I'll give you twelve million dollars for a pardon. <laughs> very, very generous. Very generous, very generous, Mr. President. Former Mr. President. What do you think the letter said? You know, I, I, I imagine that they had some staffer write out some generic bullshit that. Yeah, probably cribbed it from some other transitional letters. Uh, if if there's anything in there at all, I, it could be that Biden's just being nice about it. I think I asked my friends what color crayon they they thought he had written it in, <laughs> and Twitter decided to opine as to what the the letter might be. Many of them are written in crayon. I would have imagined like ransom notes with like different magazine letters cut out. Um, I don't know if that's one of them. Uh, one of from Sammy is here five twenty. Putin calls every day at three. Was the note. <laughs> one from at luigi is a cat do not expose Lindsay to light especially sunlight which will kill him do not let him come in contact with water and above all never feed him after midnight <laughs> finally one from at colby winters this is the actual copy of the letter written in crayon on white house stationery nice dear sleepy joe <laughs> You're a doo-doo head. <laughs> Everybody knows I won the election. One spelled O-N-E. <laughs> Hugely. I want to spell it O-A-N. <laughs> <laughs> and my inauguration crowd will be bigger than yours. And everyone knows what that really means. <laughs> das Vidanya, Donald Trump. Nice. P.S. Listen to Comey and pardon me. <laughs> Is Comey calling for him to be pardoned? Uh, Comey was at least calling for the Biden administration not to press forward with any sort of investigation or charges to, to put it put that in the past, essentially. Yeah, we're going to talk about impeachment after the break a bit. And this one, the J and Donald J. Trump stands for genius. <laughs> yep. I like uh, Randy Rainbow says it's uh, Jennifer. He calls him Donald Jennifer Trump. Jessica. Oh. Jessica. Donald Jessica Trump. I think he calls him well. Jessica. I don't think Biden's going to be able to point any fingers uh, or throw any stones at any glass houses uh, when it comes to uh, middle names, Robinette. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a name. It's a name. Yeah. All right. We will be right back to name some more names and to talk about the upcoming impeachment. <laughs> The Facts and Friends podcast is brought to you by people like you. More and more, corporate America is taking over the podcast scene. Your support helps stave off a complete takeover. Please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and followers via social media or word of mouth. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for helping out. It really does mean a lot. Welcome back. Thanks. Not to you. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Since the brutal terrorist attack on our capital in January, we here at Facts and Friends started naming names of the un-American, unchristian, non-patriot thugs that assaulted our democracy. 
Each week, we take a minute or so to name some of the new ones that have come out. So here we go. Some good ones this week. There were. And some terrifying ones. Yes, that too. The FBI says Donovan Crowell and Jessica Watkins, for example, of Ohio, members of a self-styled militia accused of forcing their way through a crowd using military-style tactics. Investigators say John Ryan Schaefer of Indiana caught on video with bear spray during the riot, wearing a hat tied to a far-right anti-government group. 24-year-old Robert Geeswine of Colorado, seen with a bat, alleged to be a member of a related armed far-right group. Also in our charge, Timothy Hale Cusinelli of New Jersey. He is an Army reservist with security level, with secret level security clearance, described by an informant as an avowed white supremacist and Nazi sympathizer. And the FBI now investigating a tip that Riley June Williams possibly stole a laptop from the office of the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi with the goal of selling that laptop to Russia. Very American. Oh, yes. Turn a quick buck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what we were founded on, I'm pretty sure. At least Nancy Pelosi's laptop actually exists, unlike Hunter <laughs> Biden's. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They're very fixated on laptops, actually. That's a good point. They really are. But, but see, Judson, Riley June Williams' goals were far less terrible than those of Garrett Miller. Okay. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. Disturbing breaking news. A Texas man who participated in the Capitol riot is now charged with threatening to assassinate Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ah, yes, I'm familiar with that one. Okay. He faces five criminal charges stemming from the insurrection, including trespassing, making death threats. He tweeted, assassinate AOC, according to court documents. I saw the tweet. He did that. Or someone did that on an account. He said the police officer that fatally shot a Trump supporter during the attack deserves to die and, quote, won't survive long because, quote, it's hunting season. Oof. I miss those. Wow. Yeah. Also on social media, he said, civil war could start and next time we bring the guns. Why didn't they bring the guns this time? Just out of curiosity. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a little less threatened by that when you... Well, next time we're going to bring guns. Next time. Well, I mean, we were threatened. We were a little worried that they were coming back. We were, but they didn't even show up. There's like, it was like a, a guy in Albany, New York. One guy showed up. Yeah. Th- at the, at the, in, the <laughs> in New York to protest. It was a joke. Yeah. So those are the naming names for this week. I'm sure we'll have more for you next week. Unfortunately, I think there's already a new list started. Yep. But what we really want to talk about for this part of the show is the upcoming impeachment. And I thought we'd kick off the conversation with a political voice who I guess knows quite a bit about impeachment. Our very own gremlin. Our very own gremlin. Impeachment is not about punishment. Impeachment is about cleansing the office. Impeachment is about restoring honor and integrity to the office. Somehow I feel like that's not what he said this week. <laughs> it is not what he said this week. That feels like a mid-90s clip to me. Yeah, yeah, late 90s. Oh, late 90s, sorry. Yeah. During the Clinton impeachment. Yeah, okay. All right. That's Lindsey Graham, though. I-, I recognize that voice. With a very different take on impeachment. Go figure. Huh. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, it's it's so weird that in one situation, he, he was very much in favor of impeachment. And another situation, which is in every way worse and more necessary to be impeached, he's against it. I, it's, it's so weird. And I swear I heard a somewhat tipsy Lindsey Graham <laughs> on January 6th into the morning of January 7th saying something like he was done. He was cutting trump loose and then he remembered the, what trump's got on him apparently <laughs> the compromise yes 
or I don't know, or he realized that his political career was over if he went against Trump's voters. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know how, how they are making these calculations that they're making, but they are, for the most part, still sticking with Trump. It's shocking. Yeah. I mean, McConnell less so. Yeah. I, I mean, but I think when the rubber hits the road, McConnell will not have a spine as usual. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think I think it seems like they're all coalescing around this defense that... That it's not constitutional because he's out of office. Right. Yeah. Which is, there's no real... It's never been tested, right? I mean, that's never been a thing right. we've had tests. But there's no nothing in the Constitution that says that it can't be done. Yeah, that, but that's the talking point that I'm hearing over and over and over from right-wing talking heads that right, it's not constitutional because he's out of office. That's what they're going to push. And right. I guess we'll see how that goes. I haven't dug into their the basis of their argument so but I, that, I, don't I, know. I think that is the basis of their argument basically like but what are they citing in the constitution that that says that would render it unconstitutional i don't think they're citing anything they're just saying it's unconstitutional like they normally use the constitution just yeah throwing it out there as a word as a as a buzzword i have also not looked into it but that's that is my understanding okay that tracks i mean i mean alan dershowitz is is, is on board oh, of course so i mean you've got a lawyer but most legal experts are like yeah, there's nothing that says we can't do this. And in fact, the whole point of impeachment, as we just heard from uh, Lindsey Gremlin, is that it's about restoring honor and dignity to the office, not about just simply punishing someone. And the only way to get back on track is to make there be consequences for these actions. Hi, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 12.05. Can I have a sandwich? <laughs> In a bath. No, get get back in your in your in your house, your your tent, your cage. What, what do we keep you in? <laughs> crate him, just crate him already. <laughs> the date has been set, Judson, February eighth. Yes, February eighth, which is about two weeks later than I would like. Pretty much. I mean, I'm still. I my my thoughts on the impeachment haven't changed. It, it's necessary given what happened, but I think we will lose more politically than we gain. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it has to be done. It's just not it's not going to be. He's not going to get convicted. It's a political negative, yeah. a net negative politically, I think. Possibly. Uh, for the Democrats. Kind of kind of depends on. It's an easy narrative to spin where he's out of office. Why are you piling on? It's over. Let it go. You hate Trump so much. You just never Trumpers. It's an easy thing to respond to as well, though. This president incited an insurrection against the country. And if we don't come out and say that this is not OK, the next time it happens, what are you going to do? How are you going to stop it? Because it will happen again. He, His fans, his followers will. We'll find someone else to carry their standard when he's not there anymore. I assume so. If that person decides to engage in insurrection, how how are you going to stop that? If you've allowed it already to go unpunished. But we he's not going to be punished. I understand that. But I'm saying that's the argument. Make. The punishment is the tarnish. His, his reputation has been further tarnished forever. In history books, he will be the only president, at least up to now, that's ever been impeached twice. I agree. I'm just saying that's the, that's the response to those those specious arguments from the Republicans. That he's out of power, there's, there's no reason to, to, to rehash this and relitigate this. You do it because it's going to happen again, and if... It will, it's all the more likely to happen if there are no consequences for it happening the first time. And I mean, I think, honestly, there's one too few articles here. And I understand them wanting to keep it clean and streamlined. But what he did with Georgia. Oh, absolutely. He should have impeached over the call in Georgia. And trying to interfere in their election. Absolutely. Is absolutely impeachable. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I read a report that 
he was seriously considered firing the attorney general and putting in a loyalist who would work with him to overturn the results in Georgia. Well, just think back just a few short years ago, Bill Clinton on the tarmac met Loretta Lynch. Right. They were practically frothing at the mouth to impeach Hillary Clinton, who had not been elected at that point. Yeah. To before she was even in office, and obviously, you know, we know how that worked out, but they were ready to impeach her day one because of this meeting. And yet Trump can make phone calls to George's uh, secretary of state and essentially tell him, ask him to find votes, fraudulent votes to let to make him the winner. Right. It blows my mind every time I think about how this would be perceived if a tenth of it had happened under a Democrat instead of a Republican. Oh, forget it. Yeah. Bill Clinton was impeached for lying about a blowjob. I, I, he was impe- impeached for lying. I mean, I, I get that. I, I, I think, honestly, looking back, it was a, it was a, a political maneuver. But I, I feel like if you're going to lie under oath, yeah, I'm okay with you getting impeached. I, I really am. Our, our leaders have to be able to do the right thing at that moment, and he didn't. That's the bottom line. If you had an, an affair, okay, whatever. I can, I, can, I, don't, I don't think that an affair itself is impeachable. But when we can't trust you to to tell the truth when you are under oath. I'm, 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 not, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, I don't think it all happened in a vacuum, though. It didn't. No, it absolutely did not. You're right. That was actually a witch hunt. Yeah, they were they were looking that for something. That started with Whitewater and ended up on the blowjob, and they finally found something where he broke the law. Yeah, exactly. You're right. They, they went fishing, essentially. So I agree. I mean, he did perjure himself. Is that a high crime or misdemeanor? I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's hard not? to say. I mean, you can make, it can be whatever you want it to be, right? It's wrong. And okay, I'm not going to cry because he got impeached over it. I think I think acquitting him was also the but right the circumstances around it were a little bit more complicated. I mean, I think acquitting him was also the right outcome of that. Investigate it. But because that's all it was, uh, that doesn't seem to me that that removes you from office. Right. But if you want to impeach over that, if you think that that's a, a big enough lapse in judgment or uh, character. Okay, that, that's that is your prerogative. Clinton is where the real hatred for Democrats started. I think that's when like Rush Limbaugh rose up, Slick Willie. Yeah, they had had twelve years of, Rep- of Republican administration straight, so they just couldn't stomach. No, it. you're right. Yeah, and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. New Gingrich and all that. Uh, we're, uh, oh yeah. yeah, the contract on America. Yeah, so. It turns out Trump's supporters may be, if he is convicted, the reason why. Their testimony may be the reason why, provided they continue to have a backbone and actually say these things on the witness stand. Right. The ones who are explaining away that they were there because of him. Exactly. And we talked about Jake Angeli's case in the earlier segment, where he's basically turning on Trump and saying he was there because of Trump. But a bunch of them are. You've got uh, Jenna Ryan. She said, quote, I feel like I was basically following my president. I was following what we were called to do. Didn't she also say she wasn't there? Like before that? I feel like she denied being there, even though we have like her on video walking in saying, Y'all know who to hire for your realtor. Jenna Ryan, your realtor. USA! 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 (laughs) Then you're like, no, that's not me. (laughs) I'm not surprised she's just a lying scumbag. (laughs) Exactly. She goes on to say, he asked us to fly there. He asked us to be there. Uh, She's not wrong. She is absolutely not wrong. He asked you to go to the Capitol. Yeah. A bunch of them did. Yep. Turns out Giuliani can't be his lawyer. That's right. Because Giuliani is very likely going to be a witness. And I mean, honestly, I'd throw him there as a co-defendant at this point. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Mo Brooks, too. <laughs> yeah. If Mo Brooks is not expelled from Congress, then 
Congress just doesn't work. I guess Congress doesn't work. Congress but. doesn't work. Yeah, I think he, it's just you've already answered that one. Yeah, that's that's not happening. Yeah, but I agree. I, honestly, any, anyone who was engaged in this, I mean, we know looking at that, we're, we're getting more information about the 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 insurrection. We're getting we're hearing that some of these people, some of these like militia type people, were in contact with unknown parties at this point who were giving them instructions and directions on where to go, where to find members of Congress, where, where they could possibly Capitol police or possibly Congress people. Yeah. How they could navigate the, the, the Capitol building to find where they needed to be. And you had Biggs and Gosar trying to get uh, pardons. Preemptive pardons. Yeah. Preemptive pardons, which they did not get. They didn't get them. And you know, it was also interesting. You remember last week we did who has the biggest asshole was Bobert versus uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We did. Yep. And we gave Bobert the benefit of the doubt as to whether or not she gave <laughs> tours to would-be insurrectionists right. the day before. Turns out she gave some tours. She definitely had people with her. There are a couple of members of Congress who uh, recall seeing her in the, the several days prior to the attack, between three or the third and the sixth, they said, the third and the fifth, with a large group of people. Now, her, she says she didn't give tours to anybody. Uh, the, the, she just had her family with her there right. to view, you know, for her to be sworn in and everything. Even the congressmen who witnessed this do not know know if any of the people that were on this tour that they saw were involved in the insurrection they don't recognize people they just they, they recognize the the freshman congresswoman so well i'm looking forward to the investigation into them and i hope it's public ultimately i hope they stand trial i think they'll be transparent about what they find yeah i just saw they were trying to get uh jamal khashoggi the 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 file on that on his murder mm-hmm. uh they're trying to get that released had requested that be dis- disclosed to what end trump kept it classified essentially because it probably reflects very poorly on Saudi Arabia and so the the new administration has already requested that that be declassified and and released to the public interesting I think we're going to see some more transparency about things that happened in the prior administration you mean witch hunts Judson <laughs> yeah I don't mean witch hunts no <laughs> That's what that's what they're going to be called. <laughs> that is what they're going to be called. But I mean, all they're doing it here is releasing information that the Trump administration put together just didn't release. Well, it turns out ain't nobody interested in unity. That's that is true. Maybe Biden, Biden. maybe Biden. But I, I think naively. Yeah, I think he grew up in a Washington politically. I mean, where unity was possible. Yes, there were fights, but it wasn't. Like, at this point, this is like Hatfields and McCoys, conservatives and liberals. It's like we're each other's mortal enemies. You know, I I think of myself as a reasonable person. Okay. That's one opinion. That is is only one. But I feel like I could have a reasonable discussion, differences of opinion over policy and things like that. The problem is we don't have two sane political parties anymore, if we ever did. We don't have one set of facts. Right, exactly. We have an entire group of people working from fucking fantasy land. They're not... this reality they're not and so you cannot have a conversation even you say i vetted this from you know multiple reliable sources and they just dismiss your sources you know like trained educated journalists yeah as fake news because they 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 have a historical liberal bias but this youtube video i found blows the lid (laughs) off the whole thing i've done research oh my god it's so frustrating, but that's why we—that's that's why I do think the civil wars, a coming civil war, is inevitable because they believe that we are the enemy. I, I am the—I am the mortal enemy of that kind of person. The people you who, are who will not accept facts. I, and I if a hundred eighty-five thousand of them were on Gab, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a whole hell of a lot. Well, one hundred eighty-four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine because the other guy. <laughs> and the bitch ain't one. It's all of them. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of backlash on the 10 uh, Republicans who did vote to impeach in the yes, House. Yes, yes, there is. 
Uh, one of them was in South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I think every single one of them is being primaried. Yeah, they'll all be primaried, no, no doubt. And I'm sure they're all lo- they'll all lose. Even some of those people who are supporting Trump are going to be primaried. Ivanka fucking moved to Florida. She's going to primary Rubio. Rubio, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's going to happen. And Rubio licked Trump's boot at, at almost every opportunity. Well, he hit he hit him on his hands. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> You can't trust him. That's what I heard. Little Marco. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. I'm not surprised that Ivanka's running for office. I expect more Trumps will run for office. I don't think she'll win, though. If you stand on principle, if you stand for what you believe in and don't toe the party line, no matter how dangerous, no matter how un-American, you're toast. No, you're right. And that's that's the thing. They've, they've become more and more entrenched and... Uh... We had conversations about how bad the right was for years, right? Yeah, and they've only gotten worse. It just, like, the goalpost keeps moving. Yeah. Now we have the Q caucus? We absolutely do. (laughs) Absolutely do. It's mind-boggling. Well, I mean, mean, Arizona, for example, has taken this really well. Arizona obviously went blue for Biden. Fake news. McSally lost again. So they have have a... They have two Democratic senators. Yeah. Just like Georgia. Georgia, just like Georgia. (laughs) And how did the Arizona GOP respond? They said, we'll try harder next time. Yeah, yeah. They, they took a good long look and they have censured some people. Who'd they censure? And so they, they censured Cindy McCain, Doug Ducey, and Jeff Flake. All people who did not support Trump. All Republicans who did not support Trump. The the, the GOP in Arizona censured them. Yes. So it's meaningless. It's Well, I mean, it's indicative of how they're reacting to the fact that the state went blue. They're trying to become even more insular and kick out the moderate people who did not support the last four years of incompetence and corruption. Right. And also in Arizona and several other states, I think Mississippi as well, they have filed more bills to hold women who receive abortions and doctors who provide them liable for murder. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and that's one where the Supreme Court may back them up. Yeah. And South Carolina, I, I think, did the same thing. They even, like, removed the exemptions for rape and incest. The only exemption they allow is to save the life of the mother. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, none of these have passed yet. These are just things that have been proposed. But that shows you, like, the response to an overwhelming loss in state and local and national elections was to shift even further to the right. Stunning. Well, this was supposed to be a happy show, Judson. Was it? Well, Biden's president. I think you said it was a normal show. And that's the normal we are currently in, my friend. Ugh. (laughs) Well... Hang in there. Trump isn't president anymore. It's funny. I don't know what Trump did today. I don't either. Isn't that wonderful? Or yesterday or the day before that. I don't have a clue where the guy is, what he's doing, and I don't care. It's glorious. Well, I want to close out this segment with words to live by from your friend and mentor, Sean Hannity. Why do you do this to me? (laughs) You're going to agree with him. Okay. You want to bet? I do not want to bet, but I'd like to hear him first. Never stop hating Donald Trump, ever, ever, ever. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey, FNFers, Judson here. Tino and I are always looking to interact more with our fantastic audience. If you have questions, ideas, complaints, or just need a friend, you can reach out to us at factsandfriends at gmail.com. That's facts, the letter N, friends at gmail. And if you want to make a more intimate connection, I'm on Twitter at the fault in my arse. Again, the fault, the letter N, my arse. And you can find Tino at Uncle Tortilla. We can't wait to hear from you. Here we are once again, friends. 
Near F and Fers. Near the end. I rewrote this. <laughs> near the end of another episode of Facts and Friends. And before we get to our final topic, we should honestly probably skip altogether on account of taste. <laughs> we must beg for your help. We don't have taste, so it's okay. Go on. Well, I think we I think we've actually voted to cut it, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, this little show is still getting up and running, and there are a few ways you can help keep us on the air, none of which cost a dime. That's true. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. But easily, the most impactful way to help us is to tell your friends about the show. That's simple. Maybe send them a link to your favorite episode and then suggest they subscribe and download as well if they like There'll it. There'll be a very tasteful picture to go along with the link, too. So You only see the pictures if you go on Facebook. That's the only right. yeah. way you see the pictures associated with each episode because we still haven't gotten our website up and running. <laughs> We've been busy. We, we thought there was going to be a civil well, war. No, the guy that's the guy that will do it for us has been busy. I that too. Yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to interact with us, give us feedback, ask questions, send death threats, you can reach the show. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach the show on Twitter at Facts and Friends, Facts the letter N friends or on our facts and friends facebook page we actually had quite a few fans on our facebook page this week Justin. i would not call them fans <laughs> we didn't boost any posts we didn't do any kind of advertising but we got the crazy on our facebook page we put the crazy on our facebook page and the- we put bobert and green pictures of them uh yeah bobert versus uh marjorie taylor green and oh my, they came out of the woodwork we had we had some friends stop by well individually you can reach me on twitter at uncle tortilla and judson how can they connect with you uh you can find me at the fault and my arse excellent all right here we are we're at a crossroads judson <laughs> <laughs> one road is tasteless beyond tasteless and the other road is just hedging <laughs> i think we're i think we're hedging i think we're hedging we're gonna hedge and then we're gonna hedge okay we lost a legend this past week. We did. Hank Aaron. That, that's one. But we're not going to talk about him. <laughs> I'm glad we're not going to be tasteless about Hank Aaron then. That's good. We're not. No, we're going to say a few words about the recently departed television interviewer, Larry King. Oh, Larry. Now, we had Larry on our old show a couple times. More than a couple. Yeah. And those are the clips we're not going to play. We are definitely not. I spent at least an hour and a half finding them because we had well over 100 hours of content to sift through. And it was worse than I remembered it. They're they're not good. They're they're really not good. Yeah. Well, it was funny, but it would be tasteless to play it now, especially... Look, I went the whole... I, I went the whole way. I grabbed the clip and then I put it under... Like soft music, it was uh, someone like you, <laughs> oh, no. which is really mean because that song is never mind. I'll find someone like you. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to hear that today because we're not that evil. We generally don't celebrate tragedy or de- death. Yeah, you know, it's just... isn't this celebrated? It was just he was always kind of a butt of a joke on the show, yep. on the old show, and we almost actually brought him back two weeks ago. We did. We 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 heard he's in the hospital. So. Did he die from COVID, by the it, way? It didn't say, but I mean, he had a host of health issues and I'd never heard of yeah. him getting out of the hospital. So I would assume okay. that that's what happened. Some complications from that. Yeah. He was 87 and, you know, like, I don't have any strong feelings about Larry King. I'm sorry he's gone. Um, a lot of people loved him. Yeah. He was had a great reputation as an interviewer. Rest in peace, Larry. But someone else had a different take on Larry King dying. You don't say. Yeah. That would be Piers Morgan. <sighs> Piers Morgan released what he later said he thought was a lighthearted tribute to Larry. Let me read this for you. Larry King was a hero of mine. Well, so far, so good. Yeah, that's good. Until, oh, that's not a good <laughs> <word>. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's not a good word for a heartfelt tribute. Until Jared from Subway was a nice guy. Until. <laughs> Larry King was a hero of mine until we fell out after I replaced him at CNN and he said my show was, quote, like watching your mother-in-law go over a cliff in your new Bentley. So he had mixed feelings about it. Parentheses, he married eight times, so a mother-in-law expert. That's that's a dig. That's a little, little bit, yeah. But he was a brilliant broadcaster and masterful TV interviewer. That's his tweet. Uh, let's just not, don't have Pierce Morgan eulogize you is all I can say at this point. <laughs> don't have Pierce Morgan on Twitter. Can we ban him too? Be, uh, can we? What a prick. Yeah. He's like a men's rights guy too, right? Yes, he is. Yes, yes, he is. And just so self-centered that he made Larry King's death about him. Even we had the tact to not make it about us. Exactly. <laughs> and to not play. I mean, look, we came dangerously close. <laughs> <laughs> But we're no Piers Morgan. We're like on the tarmac, ready to go. <laughs> Check the engines. They're waving us on. Pull the plug. <laughs> Shut the engines down. Shut them down. Shut them down now. My, my favorite response to Piers Morgan's tasteless tweet was at uh, Joker's Wild UK. Did you see that one? I actually did. I literally opened my phone up. And it was right there. Can you read it for us? It says, uh, very sad to hear about Piers Morgan. No, 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 nothing's happened to him. I'm just very sad to hear about him. <laughs> <laughs> And that is how I will always feel about Pierce Morgan in the future. Same. Until we get that one special notification about him. Yeah. Well, if we ever start a Patreon, maybe we will share an epi- a version of this show <laughs> where we actually play the audio. Can we, can, can we do like a reverse Patreon where like they pay us to not do that? <laughs> they pay us to not do it. That's a good idea. We <laughs> probably really get off the ground that way. <laughs> All right, let's have a production meeting after this. That sounds good. Okay. Well, thank you all very much for listening to the show. We will see you next week. And um, Judson? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Take care. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Impeachment is not about punishment. Impeachment is about cleansing the office.